Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Double FM Sports. I'm Ethan Thager. And I'm Jared Mizrak. And today we are joined by Lindenwood basketball player TJ Crockett. TJ, thank you for coming on the podcast today. Uh, thanks for having me. So, as I mentioned, TJ plays basketball for Lindenwood. So, when did you first start playing basketball and what got you into it? Uh, well, I've been playing basketball since I was a kid, probably about five. But it's funny, I actually didn't take it serious until my junior year of high school because I was originally a football player. And where I'm from, which is Louisiana, uh, it's mainly football culture, not necessarily for basketball. So it's funny, I really took the, the hang of everything seriously my junior year of high school. All right. So what would you say is your favorite thing about being able to play basketball? Uh, I mean, probably less guys on the, on the same, uh, area on the court. <laughs> yeah. But then the excitement, just seeing the ball go to the hoop, like it's pretty fun. It's not, and everybody think it's very easy, but in really, in reality, it's really not. Yeah. So, you know, we're in the midst of a COVID-19 pandemic. It's pretty much been a whole year now. How have you had to deal with it just, you know, regarding your basketball? Uh, well, thankfully, I haven't had any COVID yet, me or uh, my family. But, uh, I mean, it just takes a toll on basically how everything looked differently from college or even an NBA uh, perspective, like no fans. And just having fans there can, you know, boost some guys' momentum and help uh, bring some excitement to the court. So that's, like, probably the only negative thing about the COVID that's really uh, came because uh, my season ended early last uh, season. So I didn't really get to say that COVID ended my season. Yeah. So as you mentioned before, you are currently attending Lindenwood University. Why did you choose to go to Lindenwood for basketball? Uh, it's close to home. And uh, the staff that was there at the time, uh, they made me feel like family and brought me in. And once again, it was just very close to home. And they offered me a full ride. I couldn't turn it down. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right now, um, you know, you're, what, 14 games into the season. You're one of the top scorers in Division Two. Can you explain to me how that feels, knowing that you're playing at such a high level consistently? Oh, man, it feels great that I can do this. And, I mean, I got to give all thanks to my teammates because they uh, make sure they pass me the ball for me to uh, have the opportunity to put the ball in the hoop. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's a great honor, uh, great accomplishments that's going on so far. And, I mean, I can't really complain with it. I, well, I can't complain. I feel like I should be number one, but uh, they got the guy that just scored 27 his first game ahead of me. So just like, yeah. oh, man. But other than that, things going great. Can't really complain with that. Yeah, of course. Sir. Um, so what goals do you have for the rest of the season and possibly moving forward for the next couple of years? Uh, for the rest of the season, I'm just hoping that we make the conference tournament and win the conference tournament and hopefully uh, get a bid to the national tournament because that's something that I haven't accomplished yet in college. And uh, so far, hopefully next year, I could find the right agent to help me get to the destination that I want to and be able to play professional and make my dreams come true. Yeah. You just mentioned professionally. Um, if you have to give yourself a comparison to an NBA player, who would you say your game is most like? Me personally, I really don't know, but uh, I've had because of my mid-range game, Kobe, and then the way I like to attack Dwayne Wade, 
so, I mean, I don't know. You have to say one of those guys. But I don't necessarily want to comp- compare myself to Kobe right now. I don't think I'm at his level. <laughs> hey, I respect that. I respect that. So, for a D2 basketball player, what, what does training and recovery look like for you? Uh, uh, you know, uh, about the usual. Here and there, ice baths, uh, a lot of stretching, a lot of yoga, uh, a lot of mind preparation as well. But this year, it actually, we actually haven't been able to get the typical recovery that we usually get due to COVID and uh, the pandemic that we're going through. So it's pretty different this year. A lot I do on my own, but if like I really have like a real injury or I'm hurting pretty bad, then I let the trainers do a pretty good job of making sure we get the right treatment that we need. Yeah. Practice-wise, is it, you know, is it more – weightlifting are you on the court putting up shots what's that look like uh, uh we usually on the court for about two hours sometimes two and a half and then we'll have weights like later on that day for about an hour but uh it's i mean then you get open sh- uh extra shots based on your own but the coaches stay a little later and help you get even more shots up that you can and but uh i mean it's pretty pretty normal to my to my perspective, I'm uh, pretty sure things normal. All right. I'm going to put you in a situation right here. You're down to the last seconds in the game. Your team is down by one. You've got the ball. What are you doing to win the game for your team? Uh, well, first off, I'm going to look at to see if there's any other open guy <laughs> that can knock down a shot because I trust my teammates. And after that, I'm going to read the defender and see if he bite on one of my jabs or – uh, if his feet is turned a different way, let's see if I can attack him. If he sags, and I just pull up in his face. All right, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so far, what has been your favorite basketball memory? Uh, favorite basketball memory throughout like my life or just college? Uh, throughout your life. Uh, well, throughout my life, I'll probably say. Uh, when we beat my high school, my junior year, we beat Aaron Cook and Westminster High School. And that was like a big accomplishment for my university or my high school at the time. So I had to say that. Or we can go with uh, my first ever college game, playing against Marquette. We ended up losing by two. But just for that to be my first experience at the next level was like basically a dream come true and also showed me that like, Playing at any level of basketball, anybody can be beaten on any given night. And whatever level you want, you just got to make the best of it. Yeah. Yeah. I know there are some athletes that are pretty superstitious. Do you have any pregame routines or pregame music that you like listening to that you always do before a game? Uh, uh, I always probably have Young Boy, some of his songs in there. I'd say that's my favorite artist right now. Uh, a little bit of Meek Mill as well. Uh, but I try to watch either Kobe or Damian Lillard's highlights here and there as well to just, I don't know, just get me going just to see the plays that they make. And I also read this uh, book that uh, it's about Kobe right now. I think it's like a top seller. I forgot the title, but I just know it's a Kobe book that's pretty determined about like his mindset and everything. And it just teach you how much of a Mamba mentality you got to really have to perform at his level. If I had if I had to figure out what song which which young boy song you listen to the most, you think? 
Uh, I'll probably say Untouchable on the AI Youngboy album. That's like my favorite song by him or the best man. Just because of the lyrics. I really like the lyrics that he's saying in those songs. It's just showing that like what he's accomplished. He's trying to do it for his family and trying to be a better man. So that's how I look at everything. Every game, I'm trying to be a better, better player, better teammate, and be more coachable. All right. So kind of outside of college basketball, do you pay attention to any professional sports like the NBA or NFL? Yeah, I watch the NBA a lot. Uh, also, I watch other college uh, programs. Who's your NBA team? Well, if I had to pick a team, because I really don't have a team, but if I had to pick a team, I'd say New Orleans Pelicans just because I'm from Louisiana. So that would be a go figure. But I like to watch LeBron. I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge LeBron fan just because I hate that people hate him so much. So I think that's why I love him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got to ask, since you're a LeBron fan, LeBron or MJ, who's the GOAT? <laughs> well, me being a basketball player, I will always say Michael Jordan's the OG of GOATs. You know, he liked yeah. the godfather. And then after that, he, like, basically passed the torch down to LeBron. And can't exclude Kobe out of that situation, but, I mean – I'm about to say LeBron just because I grew up watching him and I'm still watching him play. But I also see Michael Jordan play. And it's probably an argument that I always go on me and my dad. Like, you're always trying to see who the better the GOAT is. But, I mean, hey, the things – if you try to put numbers in there, I don't think Jordan got it, just more rings. That's about it at this moment. So, I have to go yeah. with LeBron and the GOAT. All right. Um, you know, you mentioned earlier that you played football. Did you play any other sports or was it just football and basketball? Uh, I was a three-sport athlete all the way up until junior high school. Played football, baseball, and basketball. Nice. So um, who has been a role model in your life so far? Uh, man, I, I give it to my mom. Uh, just going through the things that she did and sac- many sacrifices that she made just for me to be at the position I am today. Like I just say her, like she's a hard, that's why I get my work ethic from, from her, the way she work and grind just for me and my siblings. It just shows determination and dedication to be great in her, in her field of work. And, you know, she's a nurse, so she's sacrificing her life and uh, make better lives. Yeah. Actually, I, uh, you know, before we have one last question here for you, but I got, I got, one more that I want to add on that I just thought of, you know, high school, high school, obviously the environment is different in basketball. What was that transition like for you, you know, coming from high school to college ball? And, you know, again, like we mentioned, now you're kind of dominating in the score, the score uh, column. What was that transition like? Oh, uh, getting shots off quicker because we didn't play with a shot clock in high school, which is how we lost the district championship <laughs> my junior year. They held the ball. But uh, just transitioning from high school to college is basically just showing the game, how fast it moves and basically how bigger the players and playing with more talented players. And the scoring wise, I feel like I always score the ball. Uh, I think, yeah, junior year, I think I was averaging like 20, 21, something like that, and I moved like an extra point my senior year. So, like, I always in my eyes feel like I could score the ball and just being able to transition to this level just shows that, like, the work ethic that I've been putting in is continuing and improving every day. All right. So, like I said, uh, one last question here. What was what, What's some advice that you would give to people that are, you know, high school basketball, maybe – even younger, what's what's some advice you would give to the youth basketball players of today? Oh, man, the advice 
uh, that I would give out now is just never give up on your dreams and never let no one take your dreams away. Because I was at a point in time in my life, uh, freshman and sophomore year, I was a hot freshman recruit coming in and uh, I didn't play for real. Uh, I ended up breaking my shooting hand. And then sophomore year, me and the coach started bumping heads and I wanted to quit basketball, but just basically just staying focused and praying and my family had my back. I'm at the point I am today. So like just always stay motivated, stay positive and try to look at the negative uh, side of things of just try to turn them into positive. And like I said, just work. Like that's all you can do is continue to work and always go somewhere where you wanted to be wanted. Like like I said, I didn't play against division one athletes. I didn't play against NAI athletes, D3 athletes. I played against a lot of players and just showing that if you can play basketball, man, you can go wherever you want to go and be dominant and even find agents, scouts, or whatever you're trying to do with your life. So never let anyone tell you what you can't do. So that'll be my message today. All right. Well, TJ, once again, I really appreciate you taking some time out of your day to, uh, you know, sit down with us and get to know you a little bit. Oh man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. And, uh, you know, good luck with the rest of the season and whatever, you know, career path you choose to go. Hopefully you find that agent. I'll, me and Ethan will definitely be watching your career. Oh, man. I hope we can get it done and make the championship. And who knows? Uh, bring me back for that. <laughs> Very exciting. Yeah. Of right. <clears throat> yeah. Ethan, if you want to hit us with the outro. Let's do it. So for Double FM Sports, I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jared Miserak. And we're signing off.